Thanks for listening to the weekly Overflow Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this sermon by Jesse Cup. For more information, visit overflowindy.com or visit us on Facebook at Overflow Indy. intimacy, which is, by the way, is something that we're trying to cultivate here is intimacy, intimacy with God, intimacy with one another, and that's family. And one, one fun definition of the word intimacy is into me you see. Into me you see. And... Uh, <clears throat> And that, that's, the, that's the kind of relationship we want to build, right? Is it's the kind that we can trust people to look into our hearts and not fear what they think about us. I love what Lauren said a while ago, that, that he, he hides nothing from us. We shouldn't hide anything from him. Amen? And... Uh, <clears throat> I'm not getting ready to like confess a sin or anything like that. Don't, don't you worry. But um, I, I do want to be honest about something, though. I, this last two to three weeks has been a pretty, pretty soul-intensive season for me. Um, just, just being completely frank, I've been pretty, feeling pretty weary in, inside. Not, not my spirit. I'm good. Good with God good with myself too, but um, there's been a lot of heavy things going on, and obviously, you know, we're going to have a celebration of life service on Friday, and and that by no means is of amongst the least of the things weighing on me. Uh, there's been other things as well on top of that, but um, I think it's important that we all know that everybody has moments that that we need some soul care. Amen. Um, I'm not secretly struggling with anything with anything or about to collapse, nothing like that. But everybody needs Jesus to minister to our hearts and to restore us. Amen. And I feel like there's probably other people right here in my hearing that also, probably has been carrying some weight, some burdens. Um, if you're not feeling that right now, don't start navel gazing to try to find one so you can fit in. Don't do that. Like enjoy not having that. That's that's great. <laughs> it's good. We're not looking for it. But but if it's there, we we want to be honest about it. Amen. If you're not, if that's not where you're at right now, I hope that what's going to happen in the next short bit is at least going to equip you for when it does happen, because we're all humans walking in a fallen world, and, and we all need to know how to how to how to respond to that. Amen. Living in this world, there's going to be times where our soul may feel weary. There may be times when 
uh, when we have we pick up battle wounds. There, there may be times when, when we have emotional pains or trials, hardships, etc. Amen. One thing that we need to also understand is that there, does, there needs to be no shame in that. There, there needs to be no shame in the fact that sometimes we just need to acknowledge that we feel weak in the moment. Because, by, because Jesus said that, that my, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. Amen? So if we do feel any of those things, we can't ignore it. We don't want to navel-gaze our way into it. Okay, but we don't want to ignore it either. And, and so we need to respond to it or we get out of balance. And some of the effects of ignoring things that we need to pay attention to, the first and foremost one is we become weird. We become weird when we don't deal with our stuff, okay? We, we also, if we, don't, if we ignore it, we don't do with something with it, we'll carry our wounds into other seasons. And we may think all's well because we, we've been able to stuff it, but it's going to pop up at some place if we don't do what we need to with it. And, and it also can cause us to lose our focus and our spiritual vigor. Vigor, however you say that. It's not my everyday word. To use another word, we can lose our focus and our spiritual strength and tenacity, okay? The energy that drives us. If we, if we ignore it, we can develop bad beliefs and probably bad patterns. And, and fruit starts drying up, then we start bearing bad fruit. So guess what? If we carry something, we need to do something with it. Amen. And today I want to talk to you about being restored in his presence. I'm a little concerned about the fingers of these anointed people behind me. We can switch to soaking music if you want, but I love what I love what's going on right now. All right. Alex. All right. The pressure's on. <clears throat> I still have another hour. No, I'm just joking. I'm joking. We already lost one man over there. I'm just joking. Love you, Seth. I, I believe the Trinity wants to minister to you today. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I want to start with the Father because I used to think in the Trinity that the Father was like the highest of the hierarchy and Jesus, Holy Spirit, totally accessible, but He's kind of the pinnacle 
the the one like we have the awe of God, the fear of the Lord, and and you know He's the one that is is the most serious, and and He's not as approachable. He's holy, mighty, shoots lightning bolts and thunders, and and He's the great Judge, and we're, and He's the one that we are in awe of, etc. And He is actually all of those things. And I would never take away from that. He's, except for the one part about the approachable. Well, and the part about the most serious. I take those ones off. Okay? Because He is those things. However, He's our Daddy. And, and we, can, we can have a life that has a healthy fear of the Lord without, without having a scary dad. Okay? He actually loves you. And uh, on Friday, I, I was soaking for a while and just feeling that weighty junk and, and just burdens and stuff. But I felt like the Holy Spirit was coming in the room. And it's like I was, he gave me a grace actually to just start kind of just letting it go. Just kind of just lift. I, I didn't even have to like sit there and think through and process through the heaviness of it all. But it's like he's there and I just, I was able to just let it go and and, and it was, it, something shifted and, and I, I, I sensed his presence and I had a moment of realizing, wow, like the, the weighty soul things that we carry can actually, it can cause us to, to miss that God's actually with us. It distracts us, burdens us, weighs us down. And, and, and also in that moment I realized, wow, like he lifts us off and I, all of a sudden I have this clarity of his presence and the beautiful thing of it was that it wasn't like I just entered right into the presence as in the intensity of God. But instead, it was the lightness of God. It was the rest, the peace, the goodness of God. Wow. So he shifted me out of intense to lightness, not from intense soul to intense spirit pretty good. I feel like the Lord wants to lift burdens off of people today and rest in his goodness. And, and I want to read over you guys. As a matter of fact, why don't you dim the lights if you don't mind, because I want you guys not to hear me preaching. I want you to, I want to invite you in to encountering the goodness of the Lord in these words. I'm going to tell you where I'm going, but I'm not asking you to turn there because I want you to, I just want you to engage with him right now. Matthew 11, starting with verse 27. Jesus says, all things have been delivered to me by my father. No one knows the son except the father, nor does anyone know the father except the son and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal Him. The most important thing that Jesus came to do is to reveal the Father. And as He's talking about desiring to reveal His Father, got a little secret for you. He's talking about you. You're the, you're the one that He wants to reveal the Father to. 
as he's as he's talking about this, it's like this invitation. I want to I want to show you my father. He says, "Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, carrying burdens, things that weigh you down, things that are heavy on you. Come to me." <laughs> Maybe you know that he's saying actually release those things and come to me. He says, come to me and I will give you rest. The only way you can enter into that rest is to let go, to let it go. It doesn't mean to stop caring. It just means stop letting it burden you. Okay. Guess why? Because Jesus wants to put his shoulder under that thing and lift it off of yours so he can carry the weight of it. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am, I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. Come on, he wants to give you rest in your soul. Where there's weight, there's burden, there's pain, there's heaviness. He wants to lift the weight and he wants to give you rest in your soul. He wants to minister peace and rest into that place. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come on. So he actually wants to lift off anything that weighs us down and give us lightness, <laughs> easiness and lightness, place of the heaviness. Only Jesus, only Jesus can do that. But the amazing thing about this is Jesus is the one who's performing these things, but what is it for? It's to reveal the Father to you. Pretty awesome. Because that's, that's your Father's heart for you. He actually desires. Not, he, he's not the spirit of heaviness, all right? That's not God. The spirit of heaviness, that's not God. He's the spirit of lightness, though light come on if you guys know that God's been in this room today it's because he's doing something this morning in our prayer time <laughs> wow that was amazing I I got wrecked I, I, I was actually pretty shocked Because like I said, I've been carrying this kind of this heaviness and this weariness for like three weeks. And I, I came in there and these other Holy Ghost crazies started shifting the atmosphere and the joy of the Lord showed up. Come on. How supernatural would this be if I told you that I was standing next to the man who just lost his wife and the, and the spirit of the Lord filled him up to overflowing and was filled with Holy Spirit laughter and ministering that to the rest of us too. That's supernatural. Supernatural. And the Lord gave me a vision of, of uh, the Christmas Carol, the, the Scrooge movie. 
of all things. And, and I, saw, I saw a picture of the, the second, well, I'm not into ghosts, right, except the one Holy Ghost. But this is just a prophetic image, right? I saw the second one that came, and, and he's the ghost of Christmas present. And he's a big, jolly dude. He's a big, burly, lumberjack-looking guy. And, and with a big beard, and, and he's got this huge goblet filled with, I don't know what it is, but it's the, it's the good stuff, all right? And it's, but it's joy. And, and there, it, it, like it actually, in the story, I don't even think it's supposed to be wine. I think it's actually supposed to be some special thing that just fills you with the merriness and, of heart and but, but I just remember like seeing him in that, and he's like he's laughing. <laughs> like everything, even if they, they, they talk about something that's terrible, like he's like, <laughs> and he's laughing it over him. <laughs> it's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> he was drunk with the Holy Ghost. But I remember watching this years ago, and the, and the Lord said, this is, this is me. I'm your father. This is who I am. And it, it just it takes away the image of the scary dad, the scary emperor of heaven. Joy shifts the atmosphere. And man, we got drunk in there, guys. Wow, and Josh prophesied something off that. It was so powerful, and I want to declare this over you guys right now. He said God is bringing people out of their pasts into the present. The present. Because right now, this is where God is. He's the God of the eternal present. He's, he's here. He's now. He's the ever-present help in the time of need. He's here right now. To bring, to bring the pains of our past or whatever burdens we may have carried, He wants us to bring it into the present of the Lord right now. And He shifts that thing and lifts it and ministers to us. <laughs> He's not laughing at you. He's wanting us to laugh with him, though, and to enter into the fullness of his joy. Amen. Lifts burdens. Doesn't mean we don't grieve. Doesn't mean that. We do, we do, we do, we do grieve as we need to, but. Um, felt like the Lord wanted me to read over over you guys Psalms 23 because I want to declare some things to you in this. You guys okay back here? Okay. That first one I read you, even though it's Jesus doing the, the thing, it actually reveals the heart of the Father to you. Because the Father doesn't want to see burdens pressing you down. He wants to lift that off of you, to lift the weight and the pain, and to release the spirit of peace, the spirit of rest, 
the, the lightness of the Lord to lift it off and to shift you into a place. Man, I feel him so strong. I almost fell backwards on Alex right now. Feel him up here. Not just up here. He's out there. I know he's, I know he's working right now. Such a unique presence of the Lord. More, Lord. Psalms 23 can reveal the, the Jesus to us now. Because we're, we're, it's the Trinity wanting to show you how much he loves you. Psalms 23, I want to declare these things to you guys. The Lord is my shepherd. It's Jesus. By the way, there's a terminology that goes around social media right now calling people sheeple. But it's a derogatory term. But when, when Jesus calls a sheep, the people who call people sheeple don't have any clue the heart of a shepherd, I'll tell you that. Because Jesus is a shepherd who, who dies for his sheep. Come on. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That doesn't mean you've got to stop wanting things. It means I shall have no more needs. It means, it means he's so good to me. He's going to take care of all the things that are lacking. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. Guess what? You are a created being that God designed you perfectly to be a spirit, soul, and body. And Jesus came to bring restoration on every level. Spirit, soul, body. He, 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 he makes me lie down in green pastures. It's body. It means, it means that he, he, actually, he actually leads us into needing to find how we can have a, a lifestyle of taking care of ourselves and resting this thing. Trusting him that we can rest this thing, this body. Okay? Lay it down sometimes. You've got you to gotta rest this thing. He cares for you, guys. He cares for your physical health and your brain. He cares for you. Like it, it needs to shut down and rest it sometimes. That's why he created the Sabbath. And, and that the Sabbath, we know it as a day off. I get that. But the spirit of the Sabbath is that God actually wants us to enter into this reality of this holistic. He wants us to thrive in all ways. So we got to give ourselves these places to rejuve so that we can thrive when we're not resting. Does that make sense? He cares for you in that way. But So that's, that's spotty. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He cares about your body. And man, he's, he makes me do it. <laughs> he's kind of serious about that. Okay? He leads me beside the still waters. Your spirit. He wants to refresh your spirit. Holy Spirit is the living water and he wants to restore you and refresh you in the living water. Come on. 
that's body, that's spirit. He's trying to bring refreshing, restoring body, spirit. But then it says he restores my soul. That's awesome. Because he cares about your feelings, cares about your thought processes, and he wants to he wants to give you time in his presence to restore things where they're, where you're burdened, where you're in pain, or where where something might just be off, or where you're, where you're off center somehow or another. He wants to actually give us these moments where he recalibrates us in his love and his goodness. Amen. Spirit, soul, body. Guess what? From there, he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And that's awesome. We all want to move forward in all the things that God has planned for us. But what I see on this is that God actually cares more about you than your your progress or your advancement towards your sense of success because he takes care of the holisticness of you before he moves you forward on the things that you want to move forward in. He cares more for you than what your life can produce. He's not looking for a bunch of people who can just do all the stuff and, and, and look at my record. My life record of things I did, like that's awesome, but only if it's a, a, a outpouring of the most important thing, which is you are becoming whole in Him, spirit, soul, and body. Because He takes care of that before He moves you forward on your path of righteousness. Come on, for His name's sake. Our greatest flaw often is bypassing the process to get to a sense of accomplishment. It doesn't mean he never moves us forward without everything being all perfect. We're not, we're not trying to get perfect to move forward. It's just more about knowing that he values you more than what you can do. Amen? It means there's times when we need to pause so he can restore us and recalibrate us. And God will get us to where he intends us to go. <laughs> he will get you. He's not asking you to get there. He will get you there. Forward progress, but, but we gotta stay close to him. We do it his way, not ours. It's in his timing, not ours. Amen? It's, it, this is all about your journey, but it's not just about a journey of getting somewhere. It's a journey of walking with Jesus. The journey is the destination. It's more about intimacy and growth with God than about our arrival point. I'm going to say that again, just in case it didn't land where it needed to, somebody. It's more about intimacy and growth with God than about our arrival point. And guess what? Where he takes you is for his name's sake, 
not for your namesake. <laughs> Just throw that one in there. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. That's a painful place. But I will fear no evil. I don't fear no evil because I think I'm more powerful than it. I fear no evil because I'm right next to the one who is more powerful than it. I'll fear no evil for you are with me. My confidence and strength to get through the hardship is not my own strength. It's because I'm not looking at the problem, I'm looking to the solution. And it's this loving shepherd, Jesus Christ, that I'm yoked to. He's walking with me and we're getting through it. We're getting through it. Amen. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Sometimes God disciplines us, but it's to keep us calibrated with what he's doing. Staying in sync with the season and the moment of the Lord so we don't get ahead of him or behind him or veer to the side. But the great thing is that he gets us to the place where you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Come on few things I could say on that. I don't have a lot of time on it, but the Lord actually gets, when, when we do the journey with him, his way, his time, he actually gets us to the point on the other side of the pain and the, and the, the things that try to vie for our attention. We get through it. That's called the breakthrough point the breakthrough point. In the breakthrough point, we got through the part where the enemies were trying to put fear in us. We get to the breakthrough point, and when you you know what you're, when you're at the breakthrough point, when, when you know that the enemy's out there and you just don't even care anymore because he set a feast for you, and everything that you're all about is just enjoying the bounty of the Lord, knowing that the enemy's out there and they can do nothing about it. They, the, you're, you're feasting in the goodness of the Lord and they have to watch you. That, that's actually a punishment on them from the Lord. It's not like, ooh, I'm scared. Give me a little bite here, but I'm looking over my shoulder. That's not what God's, that is not the breakthrough, all right? The breakthrough is that he's crushed the enemy and he's forcing the enemy to watch you living in the bounty and the goodness of God. It's judgment on Satan. And you didn't have to do anything to try to crush him except walk with Jesus and get through it. You stay close to the one who loves you. That's all you have to do is stay in season, stay in position with him. If he stops you and he says, I want you to lay down, then forget about trying to get somewhere. You take your moment with him. 
Pause it. Let the Lord bring healing to your spirit, soul, and body. Put other things on pause if needed. Because he cares more about you than your accomplishments and your forward advancement and reaching destinations. Those are important. But the Lord will see to that. You just see to stay in season with what he's doing. Amen. Stay, you stay yoked with him and he'll crush Satan for you. You anoint my head with oil. Jesus. My cup runs over. All of a sudden, we just shifted from me getting healing to walking through breakthrough to feasting in the Lord and knowing that the enemy's crushed to being covered in the anointing of the Lord. And then I'm overflowing to where other people get to benefit and drink of the bounty of the Lord that he's doing inside of me. This is the, this is the process of restoration through intimacy and presence of the Lord. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. <laughs> God's presence is in this place so strong, and I, I just want to shift my attention back to that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. By the way, I, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Good and getting better. Doesn't mean I'm not going to have moments. You know, I, I, I still need to find ways to care for my soul and stuff. But, but we can't do that on our own, okay? We've got to do it with Jesus. He's so good. He cares, cares for you. He cares for your body. He cares for your soul, your feelings, your, your thoughts. He cares cares for your spirit. He wants to restore and refresh and strengthen and vitalize. And by the way, that valley of the shadow of death thing and sensing evil, like that's, that does not have to be a heavy thing. It doesn't have to be heavy. Because if you, if you, depends on what you're looking at really depends on what you're looking at. Are you looking at the problems that surround you? Okay, that's heavy. That will crush you. you. You actually might not make it through if you do that. You, you might get stuck and get crushed. <laughs> it can shift like that though. It can shift. 
you take your eyes off of the problems and you put it on Jesus, He's with you. He's carrying you. He's covering you. He's loving you. He's restoring you. He's healing you. He's making you better than you were before the problem even came. And he doesn't let any hardship go to waste because he actually uses that to make you more powerful, refined and looking more like him on the other side. Man, a, a weary soul. I know it's ridiculous. Unless if you enter into it. Yes. Come on. Ha 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 ha. Oh. He's shifting things. He's shifting things. He's bringing joy and lightness. Shifting things. Thank you, Lord. He's good. He's good. And it's not to make light of the issues and to make it seem like it's not a thing, but He elevates us. He gives us the, the, the conquering power and it doesn't have to be some weighty, like a, like a soul-crushing season to get through there. He actually wants to give us His lightness and His joy and His peace and His rest, His goodness. And, and he, he lifts that off. Restoring actually brings us into that fullness. That's what He wants to do. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, what do you want to do with this now? <laughs> why don't you guys just take a moment? Why, why do you guys put the pressure on me all the time? Why don't you guys do something with this right now? I'm putting it out to you. Do something with it. Come on. Oh, Jesus. Let's enter into it right now. Whoa. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Shift it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, if you're able to respond, stand or, or do whatever, but let's just engage for a moment into this and, and, and just open yourself and press into it. Shift into it. Don't, don't wait for me to do something. Oh, God's good. More, Lord. Fill us, God. Restore us, Lord. Lift burdens. Lift burdens, Lord. Give lightness to our souls, God. Refresh, restore, strengthen, revitalize. Help us to not get weird. Some of you thought I was weird right now. That's not the kind of weird I was talking about. Help us to not get weird, Lord. We want to we manage our souls well, Lord God, by making ourselves fully open and transparent to you. Lord, we, you can't heal us in the places that we conceal. Thank you, God. 
that. Just let the Lord touch you right where you're at, okay? You might be at a place where you need to lay down in the green pastures beside the still waters. Or you might be moving forward on your pathway. You may have already got a breakthrough and it's time to sit down and celebrate and, and watch the, the Lord bring judgment on the enemy by having to watch you enjoy yourself. <laughs> That's the place God's getting us to. Thank you, Lord. say that's a good sign of victory is that you can feast with the Lord and enjoy yourself knowing that the enemy that you've just battled through with is crushed and has to watch you having a good time. <laughs> Thank you.